Hello everybody and welcome to Sacred Human. This is a sacred space where we consider what it means to be fully human and fully divine. It's a space where we are curious about what it means to embody our light. And it's also a space where we step into the flow of goodness, which connects the earth and the universe, a space where we receive and give love, and a space where compassion leads. Thank you for being here. So hello everybody and welcome to this afternoon's Facebook Live. Hoping you've all had a really lovely day. It's um, very nice here. You can tell it's starting to get warmer. Changing the weather again. <laughs> We're on the up out of the cold snap. Heading towards very warm um, forecast for next week. And I can see you're starting to load up. So I'm welcoming here Joanne. Hi Joe. And Suzanne, welcome Suzanne. And Anna, hello. Loving the sunflowers today. Absolutely gorgeous, thank you. <laughs> they are really lovely. And I think that's Jackie's little picture. I haven't seen her name come up, but I'm fairly sure Jackie's here. And Joanne says, hello to all. Such an honor to be part of this. Blessings to all. That's so um, gorgeous, thank you. Suzanne also sends hello and gives you a lovely red heart. And as I said, Anna said hello and you've got three sunflowers from her today. Jackie is here. Hi, Jackie. Hello to everyone from Helen. A little purple heart and a red heart with a gold shine to it. <laughs> lovely. Hello from Chris. Hello everyone from Jackie blue and a green heart. Sarah, Sarah, welcome. Hello. Hello, Petra. And she says, hi, everyone. The big smile. Rachel, welcome. And Erin, welcome. And I can see Sarah. I can see your little picture as well. So I know you're here. And we're just going to give everybody else a minute or two to load up. Um, and Rachel, I'm wondering if you've heard anything about Sadie, um, member of our group, um, overdue in terms of um, her baby was due last week and she's been very quiet. So I'm just wondering if, if the baby's come and Rachel, if you know whether it has. So yes, I welcome Erin. Welcome, welcome. And Natalia and Sarah is here. Sarah Aldred, he says hello and has the prayer I emoji as a gift for you this afternoon. Hello, Lorna. Hello, hello, hello. How is it over in the States? I wonder how things are with you. Welcome. Welcome, sister. And Amy, welcome to you. Thanks for tuning in before your yin live. I know that uh, you'll be doing a quick transition afterwards. So thanks for tuning in. And our other Joanne is here as well. So welcome, Joanne. Welcome, welcome. And I know there must be others of you um, who I haven't seen the picture of or your name. Um, just know if you're not mentioned, you are very, very welcome here. And 
Emily, welcome to you. Um, thank you for responding to my message. I will absolutely be blessed to be able to dabble and, um, you know, make some choices from your beautiful art. So thank you for that. Welcome to you, Jolene, and uh, dear sister, Lorna. So everything's good over in the States. Um, I'm just wondering how how the lockdown's going over there, whether indeed you are in it. And of course, I will see you this evening. And Helen, welcome to you too. So as I said, if I miss you, it's not through any purposeful um, decision making. It's just that your names either have gone so fast and I'm not great with technology. <laughs> so I can't scroll down and see who was actually here um, or I haven't been able to catch you. So the circle is open, it remains unbroken and we can flow in and out um, from these lives as and when it serves us to. So this afternoon, we are building on yesterday's live, um, kind of thinking about um, the processes, the unfolding, the coming out spiritually. And I'm focusing very much today on how we use our light in order to identify and shift any blocks that appear um, in our path whilst we're on our spiritual journey. And welcome Izzy. And I'd like to thank the member of the group who requested this. And they mentioned that often they will find themselves, they will observe themselves going into repetitive patterns and loops of um, different emotional states, such as unworthiness or different limiting belief and thought patterns, um, such as I'm incapable, I'm not good enough and so on. And welcome Becky, hello there. <laughs> Did you get your cacao that we were talking about? Fantastic, she also sends you big yellow dandelion flowers. So, our light, okay, is available to us even when we are within a block. And whether that block was within, held within the body, our energy systems, our chakras, our mind, our thinking, um, our relationships. Our light still continues to shine even when we are blind to it. And even when we um, feel that we are unable to tap into the light, we can still draw on it to help us shift any of those blocks that I've already spoken about. Our light is our soul, so our highest self, our eternal essence, and there is a, the light is within our minds, in our higher minds, our Christ consciousness, our Buddha mind, and it's also within our bodies, within our heart chakra. So it is, it doesn't matter whether the block that we have is within the mind or within the body, there is always light within us, within those areas that we can draw upon to shine in order to identify and shift the blocks. So let's talk a little bit about what blocks we might encounter on the spiritual path. They're basically blocks we encounter in any uh, 
area of our life where we're trying to step into our full expansion. So it's things like self-doubt, indecision, unworthiness, feelings of being incapable, narratives that we have no talent, we're not qualified enough, we're too timid, there's too much fear, we're too weak, we have a fixed mindset, we fall into comparison and competition, we're uncertain of the future, we have um, the belief that it's only this way and no other, or, and this is actually quite rare in terms of all of the years that I've done pastoral work and coaching, um, I can do anything I want. Um, I'd, I hardly ever see that block, but it, it can be a block that presents um, towards um, holding us back. So, you know, it's anything that stops you stepping into your full expansion. So how do we actually shine our light and work with it? Well, there's two way, two main ways that um, I would suggest starting with. One is for you to imagine that um, you have an area in your mind that is <laughs> that is um, kind of like got a runner's light attached to it. So let me just turn the camera around and show you. So my grandparents were um, miners. And when they went down into the mine, they had to put on a miner's hat that had a big light here, a big torch. So if any of you go out night running or walking, you might have a band that you put around your head that has a light on it. Now where that light is actually positioned, whether you're a miner or a walker, yeah, is actually the area of wisdom within the mind space. It's the third eye area. So we imagine, when we recognise that we have a part of us that is stuck or blocked, we imagine consciously that we're going to put on a light. Okay, bear with me on this. And we put the light on and we imagine that that light can shine on any darkness or shadows that we are holding. So we call on our third eye to visualise and illuminate any shadows or darkness that we are holding. Or we can imagine that we place a light actually into the heart chakra and call on it to illuminate any darkness or perceived shadows that we are holding. It's an important step to ask and to call on your light to do that. I think I've said many times in many lives, light, goodness, love will not muscle in and bully you into changing. Even if it's walking alongside you and sees that you may be struggling, if you do not ask for help, it, it won't interfere. It will not get involved. So the first thing to do is to notice that you are in disharmony or dis-ease or you have a block. Stop pause, activate the light, put your hand to your heart space, put your hand to your forehead, call on your light and ask for help. And you can do that simply by speaking out loud or you can do it as a surrender prayer. I surrender, I can no longer carry on with this block. I put my hand on my heart, I put my hand on my head and I call on my light to help me.
then you take some inquiry to what is going on. And I'm going to give you a few techniques and processes to do this. So one of the first methods is to do a body dialogue. So again, I'll turn the camera around. <laughs> Let's imagine that um, we are struggling with lack of self-worth and we know that self-worth is um, kind of within the body, within the chakra of the solar plexus. So I might think, okay, I'm really struggling with self-worth at the moment. I call on my light to illuminate what's going on. I call on my heart to come with love to show me what's going on. I surrender, I ask for help. I will then take my hand and place it on my solar plexus and I will pause and I will dialogue with my body. So I will say, look, tell me solar plexus what is going on. I give you full permission to illuminate for me what this feeling of self-worth is about, this lack of self-worth is about. And this can be really quite surprising because the body, once it has awareness taken to it, will tell you anything. <laughs> it will tell you anything. So you can kind of say, I think I'm thinking it's this, am I right? And the body will say, yes. If that's just a little bit out of your kind of vibe, because um, your intuition, let's say, doesn't work through your body, it works through your mind, then this is where the journaling process works again. And with the journaling process, it's really useful to have um, two different coloured pens. So one coloured pen, you, will, you, you would write, what is it that is causing me to feel incapable? What is it that is causing me to feel unworthy? And then pick up the other colour pen, which will represent your light speaking to you. And without thinking, just write quickly what the answer is. Then put the pen down and pick up the other colour and say, so am I right in thinking it's, let's use the, um, the, the bullying at school that I talked about yesterday, it's because um, I never felt worthy enough to be in a group of girls. They were always, um, you know, I was always excluded. Pick up the pen, yes, you're right, or think a little bit deeper. So that's another way of actually identifying and shifting the blocks and keep toing and froing between the colours with the intention that one colour is your light by a yellow pen. It'll signal to you, I'm speaking now from my highest self, from my light. So body dialogue, journaling, drawing, and I know there are some people I've worked with in the group here in coaching capacity, and if you want to share how this worked for you, that would be amazing. Drawing the scenario so sketching what the block looks like for you. What does unworthiness look like for you? So that you can really start to identify what is going on. Or, for those of you who like to work via dialogue, get calling in a buddy, maybe a best friend, or working with any sort of therapist or guide, guide um, with you on this journey and saying look I've got this block I don't know what it's about and letting them support you through question and answer to uncover what the actual block is or 
bringing love into the situation. So, okay, let's use the unworthiness again. So I call on my heart to support me to illuminate for me, identify what is causing this feeling of unworthiness. I call on my heart to tell me. And just as you breathe in, allow the heart to then share with you what is going on. Okay, through the lens of compassion. So using the third eye is quite a, um, a pathway of, of, of analysis, nothing wrong with that. Using the heart to expand, to shine light compassionately on the issue will help you to identify and illuminate what is going on. So, call on the light, identify and get to the root, okay? Allowing the soul to lead and hold you. The next stage then is how to shift it. And how we act actually shift is through surrender. So we can shift through writing out, I'm ready to let this go and giving it to the fire. And we've done that for the last two full moons together as a group. Surrendering it to the fire and watch the fire to um, get rid of that, release you from it. Or taking an object such as a, um, a twig, holding that and with the intention request that that is released and then bury it in the ground and let Mother Earth take it and transform it. Or if you are an artist and you've drawn the block, draw what it would look like if the block wasn't there. So change the picture. Or if you are a journaler, a, a, a journaler then write out a new ending to the block. So you're changing the actual ending of the um, of, of, of the next stage, should I say, of your spiritual journey. Or, if you're in dialogue with somebody, ask them to support you to verbalise how it would be now that the block has gone. Or, and this is the method that I always use, if we think of the other night when I was talking to you about how the surfacing of the um, bullying story, that little girl, the little me, um, came up, what I did was I took the higher me, I took my soul, I took the, the leader, the mother me, back in through visualisation into that moment where the block first occurred and I spoke to myself and changed the actual um, event itself so that the timeline that is held within me of that event now, she's still there and the, the girls are still bullying her, but she has a companion with her who is shielding her, who is supporting her and who is with her and bringing her attention away from the actual trauma that happened. So changing it that way is another process. Um, and that is actually based on a 
a therapy called internal family internal family systems um, amazing um which is this idea that we have this self leader which is actually our soul light that can hold the space for all our limiting beliefs and our blocks and can always take love into that block maybe not eradicate it because we know with trauma that we can never completely get rid of it but we can change how we remember that event um by taking ourselves our true our highest selves into it and that is actually a spiritual process so lots there lots of different processes for you to um consider the key call in the light be mindful of what's going on identify the root change the ending or the actual first event and that will help your light lead you through the removal of this block and put either the light in place of it or the light in support of, of the block so to finish the meditation i'm going to take you through is actually something that's called a higher self healing and i was taught this by my shamanic teacher who is also an nlp master practitioner and um it's a process that's really quite powerful and before i do that the only other thing i wanted to say was that for you to remember that life is a continual process of expansion and contraction and in the contraction we go into our perceived darkness in order for it to be released and for us to expand even further in our light and it's important to remember that even in that perceived moment of contraction and darkness the light is always there and spirit helpers and the force of goodness is always there even when we can't see it or feel it it's that's faith know that it is still there okay so with all of that said let's come into the body Breathe into your mind. Call on the thinking to gather as a spiral. And as you exhale, bring the thinking energy down out through the body, through the soles of the feet. And let's do that again. Breathe in to the mind. And then as you breathe out, bring the energy through the body and out through the soles of the feet. Once more, 
go up and breathe into the mind. And as you breathe out, pull the energy down through the body and out through the soles of the feet. And then just let your breathing stabilize as it needs to. Feel anchored to the earth. Grounded and heavy. Supported and magnetized. And then I want you to bring to mind just one block. One issue. One thing that you'd like to shift. And just trustfully whatever came to mind. And then take one hand and place it on your forehead. And call on your third eye, your inner wisdom. The light in the mind, Christ consciousness, whatever you want to call it. Call on it for support this afternoon to help you shift this block. And then take your hand and place it on your heart. Breathe into the hand and call on your heart the force of love, the energy of love. To support you to shift this, this afternoon. Just release your hands and just breathe. And then bring that block back into your mind's eye. And notice where the body is holding that block. And if you can, just take your hand there. Take your hand to that part of the body to witness it. 
and then call on your inner wisdom and love and soul. And ask all of them and your body, when was the very first time that you've had this block? When was the origin? And just notice what occurs, it might be a sensation, an image, a memory, a taste. And just receive that. And through your touch, witness it, hold it. Validate it. See it. And then ask your light, your soul, your inner wisdom. What needs to happen? in order for you to let this go. Observing the response could be a sensation. Moving if you need to move, trusting whatever arises. And then ask your soul, your light, your inner wisdom. What do you need to know and learn? to stop this block reoccurring. I'm sensing that for some of you that's a surprise, but let's just go with that. Trust. Trust yourself. Trust love. And then ask your soul to give you a gift that you can take with you to support you from rele to release this block.
And then take your hand and place it to your heart and thank the loves that you are for supporting you. Take your hands and place it on your head, on your mind and thank your light, your highest self, your high consciousness for supporting you. And ask the light to clear and cut through any cords you are holding in relation to that original event. And as you breathe in, just allow your body to release this on the out breath. And then breathe in and breathe out through the soles of the feet and breathe in and as you breathe out, orient to your space, feel your feet on the ground, orient to the screen, back into the now and just let that go. And then if I can turn the screen. So that is um, a very quick version of higher self healing. Um, when I work shamanically with people, I journey on um, the energy to go back to the original event because often our minds can only conceive of the original event in this lifetime, whereas actually there are generational lines. Um, it's not even kind of your... Um, karma as such, it's it's stuff that you've inherited that I go down and, and um, clear. And also, if I was to take you in a really deep meditative state, I wouldn't want to do that, understandably, via a Facebook Live um, where I hold the space. I can take people into a past life um, um, kind of regression, so to speak, to actually go and release the, their own karma lines. Uh, that it, the block or, is an origin of. But certainly, um, we've done an increment today by allowing your own higher consciousness and heart space to take you back, um, your light to identify and start to shift that block. What needed to happen? What do you need to know and learn? What can you take forward to stop the repetition of this? Um, and how do we cut the cords? So that kind of gives you a taster um, of cord cutting and um, releasing within the safe boundaries of a Facebook Live um, and in a meditative space. So I really hope that helped. And I'd just like to share with you what Chris said. Um, he said that you must be reading the story from my life. Um, he said he was his grandfather was a miner. And then he also talks about Louis bourgeois made sculptures that represented her time during world war ii and then broke them to let them go what a fantastic share chris that's such a powerful concept that i hadn't even considered so constructing something to represent that block and then smashing it to let it go what a great idea thank you so much for that share um, and certainly one of my teenagers takes blocks of ice um, in order to release anger, he smashes it on the, on the patio uh, to, is a symbol of removing that energy through the body. Um, 
from a shamanic perspective, when I'm doing a, doing a shamanic healing with somebody and practitioner, I'm actually releasing that energy that holds through the body with the, with the client. Um, so moving the body, casting it out, releasing it in that way is such a powerful way, as well as a visualizing, um, the release. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> so. I hope that served you. Um, tomorrow is an amazing topic. It was requested. Um, it's about the spiritual awakening process and symptoms of it. I would never have thought to share that with you. So I thank the member of the group that suggested that. Um, and we'll explore that together tomorrow. So please do share your experiences. And I just want to say from my heart to yours, from my heart to yours and from my heart to yours sending you so much love this afternoon um, and I'll see you all tomorrow thank you for listening to this sacred human podcast where we explored the experience of being fully human and fully divine to learn more, go to www.sacredhuman.co.uk or follow us on social media. Go to Facebook, search Sacred Human Group and click join. Instagram at Fully Human, Fully Divine or Twitter at Sacred Human. Thanks for being here.